And that's jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, that one's growing on me. Is it? It's kind of growing on me in that in that sort of, like, you know, moss kind of way. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a... kind of slowly invading and taking over a little bit. Jeez, there's an awful smell of petrol station <laughs> off that one now, I have to say. I Absolutely. For me. I think it's, it's just it's, it's this massive show tune. You yeah. just can't help but feeling you're on a set. I can't help but feeling I'm stuck in a petrol station. <laughs> like in a long queue. It's the most. I think, I, oh. I think in a different life I could have been a crooner. I, I'd say you could, actually. Could I think have been you could have been a crooner. Feel very well, actually. I think a smack of the old uh, Perry Como, Dean oh, Martin. Tell off you. me. Perry Macobo. <laughs> I'd be the best one ever. I, mean, I can totally see it happening. It's the most wonderful time. I, I tell you, I could have. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could have rocked that. Oh, I know we do. We could do a what you call it. A duet. Yeah, but I'm thinking of uh, like a Robson and Jerome. Remember they did one? Oh, yeah. What was it they did? Uh, that was the Unchained Melody or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Antidec didn't really do it. No. That, that was a long time ago. Um, look, I'm sure. Well, you know, Dean Martin, Jerry, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> There you go. Did they do you, what look they... at that, look at that. Like Dean Martin, right? So I could do the crooner bit. Yeah. Jerry Lewis, comedy god, made for you, buddy. What did they do together? I don't know. Oh, did you do Egypt. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I can well, do that move, They did movies and stuff. I'm sure they must have sung something. Maybe, yeah. Uh, who knows? Oh, maybe I'll just dance, Jim. Maybe <laughs> I'll just dance. Well, you do Perry McCobo. Did you just groove away? I, I, yeah, I'd be beside you. Like, you like the way Bears used to... I'd smack... Dance for Abby Mondays or <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Spider Stacy and stuff, I just hit hit myself on over the head with a tray. <laughs> Tell you something, that is starting to sound more and more like a winning formula. I think I'd, I'd be into it's it. It's the most <laughs> smack. <laughs> Do the second verse, Jim. God's sake, I'm gonna die here. Yeah, Blur and Country House here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim coming to the charts near you very soon. <laughs> I think so. Oh yeah, 13. Tell you, I'm all for this now. You're getting me excited thinking this, about Jimmy McCobo. This could be this could be an amazing new venture for us, you know. Yeah, Jimmy McCobo. I'm <laughs> dreaming of a white and then Christmas. Actually, show something. So what's weird is I wasn't even going to include this guy in the birthdays, but because you mentioned him yeah. and have now made him part of our act, uh, it is actually Spider Stacy's birthday today. Is it? No, it no is. way. That's, That's a, a very mad kind of thing. Yeah. Founding member of the Pogues, of course. Yeah, well, he was in the Pogues, wasn't he? Um, he couldn't play any instruments at all when he joined the Pogues. I find that extraordinary that just... he's a founder member. Like, he was one of the ones who started the band. Yeah. So it's like coming to it and going, listen, lads, I'll tell you what we should do, right? We should make, get a band together, right? Yeah, good idea, yeah. Like you, you can you you're, you can play guitar, yeah. And you could sing, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but what, what are you going to do? Well, it's my idea. Yeah, but, like, what are you going to do? I know what I'll do. I'll play the tray. Yeah, I'll play the tray. <laughs> yeah, and then after a while, I think they said to him, listen, Spider, like, we're actually starting to do music. You've got to play something. Yeah. And he started playing the tin whistle. And he became so accomplished in it. Like, he's kind of renowned as one of the one of the greatest ever, you know? Yeah. He's written songs with the lads that, have, that will last over 100 years. Like It's incredible. Incredible that he did it. I mean, arguably, arguably the greatest whistler since Jake Stevens. I would say he might even be the greatest whistler ever. Well, no way. Yeah, I would well, say. Well, it's a good job Jake's not here to dis- dispute that. Exactly. It's a good job Jake's not here full stop. <laughs>
That's the true thing as well. So go on then. I wasn't even going to include him. I didn't realise you were such a uh, a Spider Stacy aficionado. Uh, well, I just I've read that. I was so, I was so into the Pogues and all them. Yeah. I, I did read the books and all. They are a very interesting bunch. They really Aren't are. They? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not just Shane. No, Koch and yeah. um, and Spider and the whole lot of them. They're they've all. Thank you. You don't get in and out of the pogs without a little bit of exterior <laughs> damage, I think. Uh, they've all got great backstories. They really do. They really do. I'm going to say that uh, spiders, I don't know now. Uh, like 61. Oh, my God. Not bad. 62. Is he all right? 62. Okay. Right. Get on to the official ones. Here we go. I was going to start with Michael Owen. Michael Owen? Yeah. Oh, I never liked him. You see, now that's... I'm glad never you said that, right? Never liked him. Because the, literally my thing with Michael Owen is, there's a lad... Yeah. He was, by anybody's definition, a fantastic football. Unbelievable gifted, right. yeah. A gifted goal scorer, yeah. amazing career, had a huge career with Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool fans don't like him. Played for Real Madrid. Yeah. Played for Newcastle. Newcastle fans don't like no, him. No, they don't like him. He played for United. Yeah. United fans don't no, like him. No, no. He, he scored in four major tournaments for England. He's like, done it all. He's done a great, like, even for just general English fans of, yeah. of, of the English national football done team. Done it all. And they still don't particularly no, like him. No, but no, they're not mad What is wrong with Michael Owen? What is wrong with you, you little sap? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I don't know why, what's going on there. It's just extraordinary that a player could be, you know what I mean, has done so much and, and achieved so much with, with clubs and stuff. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, Liverpool, he was a, I thought he was a Liverpool legend. They don't really like no, him. No, I'm not mad about him, no. I suppose, you, then you see, you go to United, though, and then, yeah. you know, that's the crossover. Anyone that does that, it, it, even if you go one way, even they kind of go, oh, you're right, we'll take it. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah, and no, I still want to yeah, because Ince was the same. Ince, Paul Ince, Ince has fallen into it. that now where Liverpool fans don't particularly like no, him. No, and United fans are like United fans are a bit sort of iffy about yeah, him. Yeah, we go, that's fantastic, yeah, but, you know, obviously he was only a journeyman. Yeah. Uh, i got to say uh, that Michael Owen is about, he'd be about 48. Not bad, 41. Uh, 41. 41. I know, you see, he was so young when he came on the scene. Oh like, God, he came I on the scene as like a... 17 or 18 or something was he or when he started with Liverpool he was really young I'm actually like. genuinely shocked that yeah, he's only yeah, 41 yeah. Well. right sticking with the football here's this is more your vintage buddy and and you'll get this in the bag because it's a, a significant birthday it's only Chris Waddle Chris Waddle go on fog in the town is all mine, mine all mine fog in the town is all oh mine oh my god <laughs> Chris Waddle of famous Waddle and Hoddle fame. Exactly. Uh, and the f- the f- some of the most fantastic mullets you've ever seen in your life. I mean, literally Michael Bolton-esque. Yes, yeah, 100%. Of a mullet. Oh, what are you... In fairness, that was an English team that were actually very... In- they were a likeable English team, and I hate saying that because I don't <laughs> like any English teams. Uh, but they kind of were, you know what I mean? Uh, that was so the- I was amazed about Chris Waddle, right? So... Uh, played obviously with Sheffield it says here Newcastle naturally and Spurs I, and then it says and Marseille legend Marseille legend Chris Waddle so it's just and I don't see like you know lots of lots of English players go and they become really you know no. superstars abroad but it's just the idea of a Marseille legend who talks like that you know fog in the dine is on mine on mine fog in the dine yeah. is on walking around the south of France with a, with a whipper on a string <laughs> and a, and a moustache and a mullet yeah. Hey, what's that? I'm a Marseille legend, me. I've been a Marseille for years. Have you tried him for something, Slides? Scored loads of goals and everything. It was great. Played, played up front. 
on the on well, I just could, had to stare at the wind because my hair was good. And everyone's going, What are you talking about? Silly man. Uh, that must have been amazing. Yeah. A, I just can't play it. Not just. Like he must have like been like an alien walking around know, the south of France. Yeah. Extraordinary. Anyway, significant birthday, so Oh, so he's sixty. Yes, he is. Happy birthday. One in the bag. Now we played a song from this guy just before we came on air. Uh, we had a song from the Water Boys, and it's Mike Scott's birthday oh, today. Oh, fantastic! Is it? Wasn't he resident here? Did he? Was he yeah, living here for a while? I think he was. Yeah, for a long time. I think. Yeah. Uh, I he used to always, some great songs and fairness. Yeah. I used to always think he was Irish, but he's Scottish, isn't he? I always thought he was Irish. Yeah, yeah. I always did. And the, who is the? Is it the Wickham? Is the Irish lad? Who? I can't remember. There's Wickhams or something in that band. <laughs> Wickhams. That seems the name. Wickhams. That's um, a really was. Paddy Wickham is not his name from the Water Boys. I could be, I don't know now. Yeah, somebody knew a fella who lived near me or something like that. Something to do with a Wickham, Jim. Was the name was the Wickham. Is that the Water Boys, Wickham's? Is that the Wickham of the Waters? Yeah, yeah the Wickham of the Water. Uh, but I, Hole I, of the Moon, what a tune what that was. What a song that is. Yeah, yeah. And Fisherman's Blues and all yeah. that. They're all brilliant songs. Yeah. And I always presume they're Irish because it does sound like it. It's like Irish it's, traditional yeah. music, a lot of it. Absolutely. Um, but and I, him, he's regarded as a bit of a genius, isn't he, Mike Scott? Yeah, he's apparently, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gas, isn't it? You're either regarded as successful or a genius. I know which one I'd go for. <laughs> yeah. you, you never get the boat, really, do you? You're always like, oh, he was a genius. He was amazing. Yeah. He should have done so should, much Oh, better. he could have conquered the world, but he was too into. He was too cool for you, yeah, right? Uh, I'd say Mike Scott <laughs> is... Um, Oh, this is a hard one. 63. Not bad at all. 61. Okay. I'd have been like that now. I wouldn't have had a notion where yeah, to put Mike Scott. I suppose you think It could be yourself. anything from like, you know, 50 to 80. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> right, couple of curveballs for you, right? First one, and this is a significant birthday. Yeah. Right, is Vicky Michelle, who you would know better as... Sally Maguire and the way she might look at you. Oh, from the butter ad. The harp ad. Oh, the harp ad. Yeah. Uh, who also went on to be a vet in Allo Allo. Allo Allo. Yeah. Oh my God, I loved Allo Allo so much. It was such a great piece of it cheese It was fest. so silly. It was just so brilliantly yeah, yeah. silly. The fall of Madonna with the big boobies. Oh, everything. About, I'm Rene going out. He was with all the women in the cafe and they were yeah. all madly in love with him. And like, fair, you know, good luck to Gord, the late Gordon Kay, but I mean, I you know, it was just kind of hard to believe him as a ladies' man. Average looking man. Ever like the way they did, and you were and they, when they put on the accents, they were supposed to be actually speaking the language. Yeah. So everyone's like, remember like the the British the poli- airmen. Yeah, and the yeah when and they, they couldn't under understand the them. And then yeah, and the French cop, he was able to speak e- e- English. So he was like, just putting on an accent. Yeah, so he just went, so yeah, as he got new, what they are saying, let me translate. Hello, chaps. <laughs> what is? Things are getting a little bit spicy around here. <laughs> yeah, and his, his thing was, there is a boom. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. A boom. A, a, a boom? A boom. <laughs> what was a boom? There is a boom. They were were pissing behind the door. They were what? They put their lips together and they were pissing. What can you not understand? Uh, it was so brilliant. Mad show. Uh, crazy stuff. I'm watching right, that Vicky again. Right, Michelle. Oh, sorry, I got carried she away. She is, uh, and it's, it is a significant birthday. Oh, and well, then she's 60 as well. No, no, she's not. She's 70. 70 My she God, is. yeah, that's what, what am I thinking of. So that was an 80s show. And you can keep your French accents going because the other curveball I had for you this morning is Jane Birkin, right? 
I know was, doesn't kind of I don't know who that is until if I was to say to you she was the one who used to do the old kind of what is, are you alright <laughs> do you remember Shatem Oh, yeah. Remember that bad, dirty song? I do, yeah. Uh, da, 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was the French actress who used to do, who was the, the duet in that. It was her You're and joking. Serge Gainsbourg. And she'd be like, And all that G-breeding and everything. In the background. The G-breeding and all the, the, the black and whiteness and the drips Sweet. of sweat hanging off lips and everything. Um, I don't know how the name I have no idea how But well. I just thought I'd throw it in Because I thought yeah. it was mad 67 74 I wouldn't have had a rashers about that now <laughs> But fair play to you for getting me all Spicy in the morning This is Classic Hits Thank you Kylie John 632 Good to see you sir How are you? Very well how are you? Good morning uh, I'm assuming you were dragged in Because the closer we get to Christmas the more we need that effervescent Christmas cheer yeah. Yeah. that only you can bring. Yes, yeah, so what are we today? The 14th of December, and it feels like it's been Christmas for six months. Were it not for the fact it's a pandemic, it would be some sort of unimaginable Armageddon. So it's, and we're still two weeks thereabouts. What is it? 14, so yeah, 11 days. God almighty, it's ceaseless. Never ending. <laughs> As I say, it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Wow, I didn't. I yeah. mean, interminable. John, John makes you sound. I know, like Father Christmas. I love John. I, I just want John. John and John around is fantastic. This oh, is why. Amazing. I knew John would bring the jingle and the jangle and oh. the old tinsley effect. Interminable an, is an, the word of the it's day. Ceaseless. This, if it wasn't for this pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> it's just nonstop. It's what can you do? Wow. Yeah. Right, Thank you for that, John. There isn't even, there's nothing else to, there's no respite. It's just, it's like, it's like Vietnam. It's, it's <laughs> just never stops. I, I, I totally agree. It's so, yeah. it's so refreshing yeah. to have somebody pour cold water on me over yeah. the, you know. Yeah. It's just amazing that, that, that somebody would come along and slag Christmas to the extent that you, PJ Gallagher, would turn and go, ah, steady on, for God's sake. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a tap ass. Yeah. Tear it back a bit. <laughs> Brilliant. John, you're always welcome in Thank these you, parts. Always you. welcome. Gold from Spandau Ballet, 80s classic here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Monday, 14th of December. Just 19 minutes away from 7 o'clock. 087 if you want to give us a shout on WhatsApp. Oh, I think I need to put some money in the meter. It's being a bit slow this morning. It's not really doing what it's supposed to do. So I think I'm going to have to go out and give it a bit of a kicking. Oh, right. Why? What's going on there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I might have to get one of the men with the sellotape and the hammers. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I'll give it a go. That's anyway, the... keep them coming in. I'm sure they'll arrive. <laughs> they just might arrive a little bit eventually, slowly. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. By the way, listen, somebody's been on to say, okay, first thing is, PJ, Ted's behind you. Oh, my God, stop that. I'm only hearing about this now. I didn't realise this was happening literally just uh, before uh, we started to chat with you, um, as in this link. Um, PJ told me that he was on the den over the weekend. Uh, last night, yeah. It was on last night, yeah. I tell you something, that Ted. Unbelievable. What a sneaky, dangerous little bugger that lad is. You I, see, now I don't know the background to this because I missed it. I didn't know well, you, you were on. You never told me. I, well, it was Friday. I was. I only found out on Friday. Ah, so we weren't right. here, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, so you were just, uh, were you just on acting the. No, I wasn't. Maggot. What are you talking about? You, you know, Ted is back. I mean. 
Anyone who remembers the den remembers how much it terrorises the den and is constantly trying to attack and kill Ray Darcy and all of that. You know. Yeah. Anyway, By the so, way, sorry, just while you mention Ray Darcy, can we just address something, right? Yeah. Are Ray Darcy and Richie Sadler the same person? I think they are. I think they are the same person. I mean, person. if ever two... Actually, I think Ma- when if Mike is there in the West this morning, I'm going to ask him this because I know he's, a, he's big into his football as well and he'll know Richie Sadler. Um, very well from his footballing days but I mean literally they are the same person one is slightly less shaven I think a Ray Darcy with a beard is a, is a Richie Sadler yes I think that's the way it's gone now isn't it yeah I think so Mike are you there yeah I am yeah I've never thought of that before but now have you, you seen have you seen both of them recently like Ray Darcy never, and uh, Richie Sadler ne- never seen them in the same room well there you go see, see. I mean, there you go that's what I'm yeah. saying I'm just saying I know, I know, I totally agree with you. They are absolute mirror images of each other. I think Ray puts on this sort of fake beard and he goes and does the football punch. I think so. As a man called Richie Sadler. And he I, takes it off and he goes back to the den. Exactly. And starts wrestling, you know, yeah. very funny animals and aliens. Mike, I think we need that. I think we need one of those side-by-side comparison things. Right, obviously, I'm on it, I'm on it. obviously one that completely endorses my argument. Yeah, yeah, like, don't. <laughs> don't put up a picture of Ray Darcy in the eighties. Yeah, steady on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to disprove me. <laughs> but anyway, so what was going on in the den? It was good crack, yeah. Yeah, so I had to go and yeah, fight Ted. Uh, well, look for Ted and make sure he didn't wreck the place. But of course, he he managed to wreck it. He ruined the show at the end. He wrecked the place. He did attack at the end. Right. I had a great chat with uh, Andrea Corr. Was hanging out. You know me, hanging with the stars and all. I see. Jim. I've always said it about you. you She's de- very nice. You deny it all the time. She's you and your celebrity nice. mates hanging out. Well, no. Last guess, night was you know, true. Now guess, she is very. Guess who very never gets to nice. hang out with you and your celebrity mates? Ted, me. Oh, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I never, I never even told you meeting your celebrity mates. I'm your, I'm your ordinary daytime run of the mill, you know, sort of or man on the street mates. And then, and then you go off. And when you go off to your, you're like, I'm like Cinderella. You leave me here cleaning the place. Yeah. And you go off and you hang out with your celebrity mates and all Andrea Corr and Ray Darcy and Zig and Zag and everybody. Yeah. You will not go the to Spider the ball, Jim. You will not go to the ball. <laughs> yeah, and I'm here. Big Cinderella head on me. I have, sitting here I cleaning a, the studio for you. I got attacked by a bear last night. It was a very traumatic experience. Well, yeah. Place agreed. Nearly got destroyed over it and all. You know what I mean? Zig and zag. Did a dust in the course. Calling me a terrible actor on live television. <laughs> all of these things yeah. happened. You know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> If you do insist on hanging out with your celebrity mates, you're going to have to take a little bit of a, of a digging about it. You didn't see the den last week, did you, when Vogue no. Williams was on? Vogue Williams came on, right? Mm-hmm. The very first, she goes, hi guys, on the interview. And the very first thing that Dustin said to her was, ah, Vogue, I never know whether I should say hello to you or just throw you a bale of hay, he said. <laughs> <laughs> He's legendary. I love him. Oh, I love God. him. It's one of the funniest things we've ever done on this show is when he comes on. He just, it's great because we don't have to do anything. He entertains us. He's all, he just entertains amazing. everybody. Yeah. The audience and us. So much crack. Anyway, listen, this is what we have for you today to try and entertain you. Let us entertain you today. Uh, we've got loads going on. Mike's been a busy bee. He's got all sorts of stuff going on. Um, we've got uh, all the regulars. Of course, it is going to be Double Money Monday. So in about an hour's time, 
Uh, we're going to play on Double Money Monday for how much money, PJ? Oh, jeepers, you're asking me questions. I'm sorry, I'm just too busy distracting I have a my guess at about 1,400 euro is what it is, though. That'll do. Yes. 1,400 quid just on the way. Just got in there before he took it out of my mouth. <laughs> just, just about. <laughs> on the way in an hour's time, uh, breakfast table quiz. Uh, day one of the breakfast table quiz, of course. Uh, so nothing to beat and it is your chance to win uh, tickets for Forever Young we're back on with Forever Young Festival amazing festival weekend planned as you know the the ultimate 80s festival uh, next July at the stunning Palmerstown House Estate so we'll have tickets for you to win every day this week belter on the breakfast table quiz so you don't even have to get the top score to be a winner on that there's also uh, the chance to pick up a, a really cool prize with our mystery shopper right Whoa. I know yeah so we'll have a, we'll have a two hundred euro uh, voucher for Blanchard Sound Shopping Centre. It's a gift card uh, promotion that they have on the go. We've got uh, one to give away two hundred euro uh, Blanchard Sound gift card to give away uh, if you can identify our mystery shopper. Oh, how do, right, so that means Mike is working on something. There he's got, he's getting all mysterious. Better not be Ted. Yeah. And also, actually, as well, there's something that Magic Mike is working on as we speak is access to the victorious Limerick captain. Oh, that's true! Yeah. That is very true. What a, what a game yesterday. Did you see any of it? I saw bits of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a great first half. And then Limerick just went completely and utterly scandalously dominant. Yeah. Uh, but they were brilliant. My God, they were amazing to Incredible, watch. but I hope we do get to talk to him because I'd love to know how it feels from somebody who's, who's actually done it to have achieved something so huge yeah. and not be able to feel all the things you normally associate with that, like the crowd, like the, the parades, like the, you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. It's incredible. What struck me was the man in the match moment yesterday. I don't know if you saw the man in the match moment. No. So they did, they gave the man in the match live on the so, at pit side, you know? Yeah. And the trophy and all that. And normally when that happens, you hear the whole, I don't know what you are, what can you say? <laughs> I mean, look around, look at the army, look at look, I, I mean, I'm stuck for words, look at the army, it's a dream come true, what a Christmas will I have? And it was a guy standing in a glass crystal trophy in Crow Park going, well, sure, look, I mean, I remember saying, uh, if we won a Christmas, what a Christmas it would be. And here we are. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, Dad... You were decidedly underwhelmed. I felt bad for him. I'll be honest with you, I felt bad for him because, in fairness, the work that these lads had to put in and just to put the motivation into train, not even knowing there was going to be an All-Ireland. Like, they're so driven. And Incredible. Then, and then there's nobody there. I was like, ah, come off. Yeah. It'll be... I hope we do get a chance to catch up with, uh, uh, with um, uh, the victorious Limerick captain. Magic Mike is working on it as we speak and hopefully we'll have him on the show before the uh, uh, before we uh, we finish today and also there is there's a Christmas song that has surfaced which I mean you know PJ Gallagher's feelings in general about Christmas songs mm. this one this one this could be the straw that breaks the camel's back this could tip him over the edge you know yeah, it's I'm um, don't know how I it's either that and I'm and that that is a very strong possibility or it's annoyed so many people at Christmas time. I'm starting to think I might like it a bit. Christmas classic Greg Lake, I believe in Father Christmas. Here at Classic Hits, waking up happy with PJ and Jim, nine minutes past seven o'clock. We've already established that uh, Greg Lake's I believe in Father Christmas is not on PJ's nice list of Christmas songs. It's no in his opinion, it's no shaking Stevens, it's it ain't. no it's no um, Slade, obviously. Yeah. And, not uh, one of the greats. No Mariah. No, no Mariah. Yeah, it's I not mean, up there with Mariah. Number, last, number one again, 26 years later. 
That's it, it. Has it gone number one? Apparently so. Yeah, yeah. I was reading so. I might be England, but I'm, I've read it somewhere this morning. Incredible. It didn't deem as important enough as being a Christmas song yeah. to carry on through the morning. But there you go. <laughs> and of course, you know, obviously, uh, we well know at this stage, it's been long established over many, 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 many years. BJ is not the biggest fan of Christmas in the world, oh, and not gosh. the biggest fan of Christmas songs and Christmas music. And there have been, there's been a few stinkers over the years. You know, everybody has their favourites. And even even full-on Christmas elves have Christmas songs that are a little bit... Like, I still don't understand how anybody could like that waitress's song thing, whatever no, it's called. No, yeah, that's amazing. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Da, 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 ba, ba, ba. Yeah. yeah, that thing is mad, yeah. right? So, but, but then... Then there are people who insist on taking something that, you know, Works. is actually perfectly good in its own right. Trying to fix something that's not broken. Far yeah. from it, actually. How many times have we talked about the dangers of cover versions? Stop doing it. Just because you have a good pedigree in the music business does not mean you can do anything you want without being laughed at, you mental cases. But on Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi has, and I apologise for my language, done a cover of Fairy Tale of New York. Yes, a cover of Fairy Tale of New York. Why? I mean, like, surely to God there was, there was, you know, look, there's a, a precedent for this. There is a precedent because, for this. Because um, your very good friend, Ronan Keating, yeah. did attempt to take this on. Her dare. And it didn't go well. A dark girl out there. No. A rich hot girl. Exactly. Hey, what if I was served? But uh, you know, I had to try something uh, to make sure nobody else would try to something. But yeah. John Bon Jovi. You know, that, that for that 30 seconds or whatever. You, yeah. I did, couldn't understand a word you were saying. Were you were you saying actual words there? Yeah, that's an old language. Yeah. <laughs> Boys on yeah. That wow, was, that was that was impressive, man. Excuse me. That I, was I, impressive. I lo- everybody knew what I was saying. How dare you? Next thing you'll be saying that you're not supposed to sing through your nose at all. Anyway, Fairy Tale of New York uh, has been done by uh, John Bon Jovi, and it's it's hard to it's hard to bear to make this. Yeah. So they've made the cover radio friendly, right? And that means because of the last few years, there's been controversy over the words that are used in a particular verse of the song, right? In the original song. And in the original song, uh, you scumbag, you maggot, you you Yeah, because nowadays, in particular, that that those uh, language words, is not acceptable. No. It's, it's deemed offensive and stuff. So I would say leave it alone rather exactly. than some, and definitely if you're going to rewrite that thing as part of the song at least leave out Park Wildlife and I know that's <laughs> you can't I know that sounds yeah. hard to believe we'll, we'll explain after you listen to it because you know you really need to hear it to understand why this is and, and the thing about it is right as PJ said you know you take something that's a, an amazing song a magnificent piece of work and you take an artist who has a huge pedigree. Very good. And you think, you know, you're taking two greats and the two greats are coming together. What could possibly go wrong? Ladies and gentlemen, this is what could go wrong. We've got cars, big as bars, we've got rivers of gold. Goes right through you, place for the old. You first took my hand on that cold Christmas Eve. Promise me Broadway was waiting for me. You were handsome, you were pretty, queen of New York City, with the pants out and playing me. Held out from all, Sinatra was swinging, all the chunks they were singing, on the kiss on the corner, and past you the night. Boys from the NYPD choir were singing, Galway Day, and the bells are ringing out. Now, at this stage, you're thinking, well, it's bad, but it's not that desperately bad. Okay, apart from Galway, but 
wait for it because this is where it hits an all-time low. Take it away there, John. <laughs> you're a bum, you're a bragger. You've lost all your swagger in the world around town. You ain't much in the bed. Call a squirrel because you're nuts. You're a kick in the gut. Happy Christmas, my ass. I thank God it's our last. The boys from the NYPD. Just to um, reiterate, by the way, well done, Jim, on pulling him up on that ridiculous American pronunciation of Galway. Galway Bay. Galway Bay. It's just south of Donegal. Uh, yeah, so yeah, well done at that yeah, one. I mean, at the start, they, that bit at the start about like he just sounds like he's doing sort of a bit of a Bob Dylan on it. It's like you've walked into a pub in the states and there's a yeah. fellow. Yeah. You first took my hand on that cold Christmas Eve. Broadway was waiting for me. You were handsome. Yeah, so I mean, at that stage, you're thinking, okay, look, I mean, you know, you shouldn't have done it, but I mean, it was okay if you had to. Like, you just, had to do what great. you had to do. But Grant. it's this stuff here. It's the best when he just gets into this. You're a bum, you're a bragger. You've lost all your swagger in the world around town. You ain't much in the bed. Call a squirrel because you're nuts. You're a kick in the gut. Happy Christmas, my ass. I pray God it's all You're a squirt. For those that can't hear what he's saying, he's saying, you're, you've, you're a bum, you're a braggart, you've lost all your swagger, and the world around town is yet, you ain't much in bed. So Irish. Uh, and then, you're a squirrel. A squirrel. Because you're, you're a squirrel because you're nuts. You're a kick in the gut. Happy Christmas, my ass! I pray God it's our last. What That's were a, you thinking? So you're a you're what started again? You're a what? You're a braggart. You're, you're yeah. It's um. Where I've just scrolled down. It's you're you're a bum. You're a braggart. You've lost all your swagger. Right, right. now just to add real insult. Because Irish people say that all the time. All the time. But to add real insult to injury, real insult, right? Yeah. Is a guy called Rob Smith, right? Yeah. He tweeted, uh, "I have heard Bon Jovi's cover of Fairy Tale of New York." It is the worst thing that has ever happened to music. <laughs> and I am including the murder of John Lennon and Brian McFadden's solo career. This is worse. <laughs> and the Pogues retweeted it. Fant- the actual yeah. Pogues retweeted Well done. I think that if you ever wanted the, no, the ultimate kick in the guts, that is the ultimate kick in the guts. For the Pogues to retweet something. Yeah. So absolutely damning. Yeah. I, like Steve Lillywhite. Steve Lillywhite. Uh, he has said it's the worst version of the song embarrassing and pointless I mean people the, the outrage the proper outrage people are upset over it I some mean, classics you don't touch honestly uh, yeah, some and classics exactly. you don't and touch particularly when you go I mean there's an element of how dare you rewrite the lyrics I know I mean? that yeah 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 it was yeah, literally yeah. crafted by it's a classic from Shane McGowan. An absolute and, and you're rewriting lyrics. It's legit. You know, this reminds me of. I feel like he's just gone to Britain's Got Talent in the opening rounds and he's walked in and goes, I'm going to be doing a famous Irish ditty for Christmas. And they're like, Oh, are you? Yeah. And they're already sniggering at him. And he goes, And what is this famous Irish ditty? You might have heard of it. It's about Galway Bay and <laughs> all the wonderful Irish things and two Irish people fighting on the street. But because they're, it's nomadic times, they fight nicer than they used to. And you're like, okay, this is going to be ridiculous. And yeah. sure enough, it, it really is. Yeah. yeah, it must be up there. It must be up there with one of the worst covers ever done, is but, it? But so because of that, now you see, do we like it or do we hate it? We're going to listen to this every year. Right. No yeah. way, not the Bon Jovi version. Ah, yeah, come on. It's so bad, it makes you... Ironic from Alanis Morissette here at Classic Hits Almost 721. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 188 0008 on WhatsApp, although it's still giving me a bit of jip at the moment. I can't quite 
gauge the reaction to that Bon Jovi effort. Yeah, because, it's not uh, happening. Because the WhatsApp isn't quite playing ball with me at the moment, but we'll get it sorted. 087-188-0008 on WhatsApp. All the messages are coming in, so there's no panic if you're, um, no panic if you're worried about uh, trying to have a go at Double Money Monday. We'll sort that out. <laughs> yes, That's all it'll be, be okay. Right. It'll be grand. But um, on the Bon Jovi thing, one of the reactions I did find out, because Magic Mike told me about it, is the, um, is the fact that Shane McGowan himself, according to Mike, he sent us this thing to say that Shane McGowan's wife tweeted a video of Shane McGowan defending the song. Yeah, just looking at it here, yeah. As in defending Bon Jovi's version yeah, of it. Yeah, say, yeah, leave him alone and all that, yeah. You know what Fair I mean? play to Shane McGowan. Fair play, you know, I suppose he's trying to stop the pile on, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, people like me getting unnecessarily upset over a piece of music. But oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah so I guess that. But uh, come on, Shane. The rest of the polls have already sort of tweeted. It's, it's, I mean, it's terrible. Surely, more than anything, whatever about doing a version of a song and maybe not, you know, capturing the original essence of it. Yeah. Rewriting a verse a bit cheeky. Isn't you it? can't be doing that. You can't. You know, that's not right at that's all. That's like me getting Shakespeare and going. I'm just kind of modernise and make it more accessible to people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you stick in. Like the, the, the Scarsway in Shakespeare, he, he no one ever goes down the spire. Let's stick a few of them in. <laughs> like you can't, you can't. You have I to agree. leave the classics alone. I agree. Anyway, so are we? Are we kind of? Are we putting it out there that that it could be the worst Christmas song of all time? Yeah, like there's already. I suppose there is some messages coming in saying that they think they know a worse version of the song or worse songs. I don't know. I just think it's so. Do you know what I think? It's so misguided. That's what I think it is. Right. So yes, I believe it's the worst. Right, ever. Let's, I tell you what. Right. Okay. We've got a. We've got a few minutes right before headlines. So let's do a, one of our five-minute straw polls, will we? Let's do it. As to what that. is is it, or if not it, what is the worst the worst Christmas, Christmas song, song of all time? Yeah. I'm going to vote for this. I am going to vote for this. Yeah, because of the outrage. It's very hard to have a, have a Christmas song. Oh, no, hold on now. I are you going to pin your colours to something? No, well, no, see, I'm going to, there's a lot of people are going to say the Jake Stevens song. And there's an no, argument no, to, no there's way. There's an argument to support that. That's not even going to be accepted as, a, as an option. Well, I think there's an argument to support it. Yo, yeah. I don't know, considering there's half the song isn't even a song, it's just <laughs> a rant. <laughs> right, this is it. 087-188-0008 on WhatsApp. Let us know what is the worst. Is it the Bon Jovi version? Of Fairy Tale in New York, or if not that, what is the worst Christmas song of all time? In all the land. The brilliant Aslan, Crazy World, here are classic hits. 22 minutes to 8 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Last call on the hit bit. Double Money Monday for 1400 euro. Magic Mike is standing by on WhatsApp, live in the West. He's waiting to get your WhatsApps. 87 Not your guesses, just let us know if you want to play. Also, thank you for all your votes as to the uh, worst Christmas song of all time. And Bon Jovi's won it. Yes, he bon has. Uh, by a landslide. I suppose he is the one that's kind of of the season. Yeah. You will. Uh, of the, uh, like that version of Fairytale in New York. Uh, the only other stuff that came in, somebody said that um, Robbie Williams and Nicole Kidman doing uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, yes, that was a particularly atrocious thing as well. Yeah, there's one, um, (laughs) driving home for stupid Christmas. He's dead right. Came in from somebody. Sorry, I apologise. I go back to my defaults. (laughs) That is the worst one. Sorry, that Uh, is it. There was also, apparently John Denver uh, once did a song called um, uh, Please Daddy Don't Get Drunk for Christmas. God, is that unbelievable? Which, Did which, really? I'm, which I'm desperate to well, hear. I'm totally, I'm googling that right now because that's the sort of thing. Exactly. There it is. Please, yeah, please, Daddy. 
uh, don't get drunk this Christmas, right? So that's... I, guess, I mean, honestly. Desperate to hear that. Also, somebody... Selma text in or WhatsApped in uh, Joe Duffy, somebody the redneck. I'm trying to find... Here it is. Leroy the redneck. What? Reindeer is a touch... Leroy the redneck reindeer. Oh, that sounds deadly. Is a touch worse. That sounds brilliant. And then there's also apparently... Um, apparently, what's his name? Uh, your mate, Rona Keating did something called um, a Summer Wonderland. Summer Wonderland? Yeah. For Christmas? Because he did it in New Zealand. What? <laughs> yeah. So I've asked Mike to see if he can track it down. So he's going to go and look and see if he can track it down. But apparently, um, yeah, Ronan Keating did a Christmas song in New Zealand called A Summer Wonderland. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> Oh, listen to this. But judgment has been passed, and uh, according to our listeners at least, uh, John Bon Jovi's version of A Fairy Tale of New York is the worst Christmas song ever. Wait for it. are about to enter the courtroom of Judge Jimmy. The people are real. The cases are real. The rulings are final. This is... Is Judge Jimmy. Yes, it is. Oh. And there you go. The judgment has been made on Bon Jovi, but that's not where the judgments have to end because PJ Gallagher has news. I've been called for jury duty, hey! Jim. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm disgusted. Ladies oh, and no. gentlemen of Ireland, at some point in the future, the face of some poor individual uh, arrests squarely in the hands of PJ Gallagher. Well, like every responsible adult, as soon as I saw my letter saying I would been called for duty, 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 oh God, you can't even say it. I can't even say it. But Ju- like, Judy duty. Judy duty. That's, that's what you're called for. Yeah, I was like, oh no, how do I get out of this? Oh jeepers, I have to get out of this. And uh, I looked through the book, I read the book cover to cover. You know, there's a book of excuses, basically. If you are this, if you are that, if you are the other. None of them seem to count for me. Uh, so I Why don't... do you not want to do it? Are you joking me? Why well, you see, I've, I've never had to do it. never been called for it, never been asked to. I don't know what goes on. Is it just really boring? Or are you fearful that you might get a big case and become... Like, end up in the witness protection. Pro- oh, no, that's if you're the criminal. Yeah. I, well, again, I go back to that. Why end do I up want in the- to do it? Because I'd rather eat my feet. Well, I don't I don't want to have any part of it. And now, uh, I, and now I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? I, like, it's all that time and everything. And all the effort going into town and not being here with you, Jim. Missing, missing this You know, job. again, again, I go back to it. Why, why don't you do it? You should do it, man. You should go oh, do it. Oh, I see. Yeah, honestly, it'd be, oh. be, it'd be good for you. It'd be oh, good I for you. See. You owe it to the nation. I do. I know, although Paulie has had a brilliant suggestion as to when, if you have to go in, you know, if you when you're getting picked, yeah. does that still happen, or, or is that? Yeah, well, I'm only, you uh, see, this is the thing. This is the point. I will never get past that stage. I will go in, and no one will take me seriously. Well, exactly, I'll be just be, left sitting there. Especially if you do, as Paulie suggested, and go in as the dirty Elwin or Jake Stevens. I think I might get in trouble for that. <laughs> I think if we could get in trouble for that, you know, he's guilty. Oh, yeah, guilty. I think everybody. I don't believe that anybody should be locked up for more than six hours, <laughs> slapped on the bum with a paper, and sent on their merry way. Yeah. We all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the dirty owl, of course, is just judge somebody by whether or not they'd be willing to, you know... Yeah, yeah, should be going. Give her an old Frenchie. Yeah. Give us five minutes where they're going to tell me everything. We'll get an album. Come here, yeah, you little crowd. <laughs> Tell oh me everything my, you know. Oh my God, that oh is yeah. incredible. Tell me everything you know and we're going on a second date. <laughs> That's what she'd be saying. 
It's so yes, I, I, so. so you're trying to get out of it, yeah. Yeah, you see, here's the thing. I do think it's kind of a bit ludicrous that I would be there because no one's going to take me seriously. I go, like, there's literally no point in me being there. I'll never be picked for anything. I'll right. just be left sitting in a corner, taking up the space of maybe somebody who has an interest in doing it. Uh, so I don't know uh, what the process is or what I... I, I, I Are you not exempt because of being a public figure? No, that's... I don't know. It's not in the book. I read the book and it's not in it. Uh, there's no because it would be a sort of a distraction, wouldn't it? If it's a total distraction, I'm if distraction. you were there, I'm a distraction going to the supermarket. I'm a distraction to myself. I mean, there's a good argument to say I shouldn't be allowed to drive a car. You know, <laughs> right? But leaving that, leaving that aside, but I wonder what is there a precedent for for other famous I people serving on juries? I don't know. This is this is uh, this is what I'm putting out there. If there's any, are you meant to be? Are you meant to be anonymous when you're on a jury? Just the thing like do you know because you know the way like courts have courtroom reporters and stuff yeah yeah interesting to see that one of the members of the jury is uh, famous comedian PJ Geller like do you, see, you ever see that kind of reported anywhere that a famous face is part of a jury no I don't ever see that and I, what, what constitutes a public figure like you know what I mean yeah you, how do you, just well, that you'd have influence you know what I mean because you're a public figure uh, and all that sort of stuff, and popular and everything. You'd have you could you could sway a jury. But see, this the jury could go like this. This the jury could go. Yes, okay, people know who you are. But do you really have any influence over anybody? And I would not be able to argue that I do. I would not I don't be able know. to argue. I would have to say I do feel deeply uninfluential. Thank you very much, Your Honor. I'm pretty ah, sure. There not now, much somebody I can do. is saying that as a public figure, you will be excused. This is Deirdre is saying this. That you'll be excused apparently on the basis that you're a public figure. Well, okay, here's I the question. I would have thought so. Right, well, here's the question, right? Yeah. It says there's a little form you get, and you write everything on it, and then it says, please provide statements, blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. Uh, that, how do you provide statements that you're a public figure? What proof is there that you're a public figure? What, what proof do you apply to, do you attach to that letter? Like, what you, you just, know what you mean? just write on it. Do you know who I am? Oh my God! <laughs> I'd rather turn up and be thrown out. I'd rather turn right, up and be thrown out. If anybody has any suggestions, oh. let us know. Or if you, anybody knows of a situation where somebody has been, like where a really famous person has served on a jury or something like that. But I think, I think, I think, Deirdre's right. I think you're going to be exempt because you, um, because you kind of, like, you know, because you're a public figure and, and all that. I think that, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I Although, the I second would I give the anything to see Jake and the Dirty Elven on a jury deciding some poor lad's fate. It would be incredible. Imagine. So, uh, what's... What? Yeah, yeah, as soon as you go into the court, guilty! That, that's the judge. <laughs> this Christmas on Classic Hits. Classic Hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. Uh, the classic hit bit on Double Money Monday, and we're up into big money again. One thousand four hundred quid. That's what we have for you Tasty. today. Uh, here's what it sounds like. I can't really call it the all new hit bit anymore, but you know what I'm saying. Classic hit study is where all the wrong answers are starting to build up at this stage. And Anne Marie Murphy is going to go first. How are you, Anne Marie? 
Hey, PJ, how's it going? Ah, you know yourself, I've been better. I have an awful lot of stress, the old jury, juicy and everything, Anne Marie. <laughs> yeah, on top yeah. of Christmas as well. I mean, jury juicy. Ju- what well. a Christmas present that is, jury juicy yeah. at Christmas time. I know, yeah. Well, here's it. I'm we- sure you'll wiggle out of it, PJ. Well, you know something? I know where I'm not wanted, and all I have to do is make myself not wanted. <laughs> uh, how are you getting on, Anne Marie? How's things? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, all good here in Galway. Oh, in Galway. Or sorry, as John Marjovi says, Galway. Galway, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The boy is in the NY. Anyway, uh, so Anne-Marie, uh, what are you going to go for to take this cash? Double money Monday, 1,400 quid. What's your guess? I'm giving the point to sisters. I'm so excited this try. Good stuff, right? Right. Magic so, Mike. Also in the West. Okay, I am so excited. I just can't hide it, lads. I mean, I, that, that's oh, the no. truth. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately for you, Anne-Marie, it is wrong. Okay. Unlucky. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that, Anne-Marie. Have a great one, though. Thanks for playing. You too. Happy Christmas. Cheers, Anne-Marie. Take care. Bye-bye now. Uh, Lisa Corley waiting on the other side there. How are you, Lisa? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad at all. Super. You know yourself. I've had been better. Yeah, George Judy. Will you up. stop talking about yourself? <laughs> oh, God's sake, your jury duty and your she, Christmas and everything. She asked. She asked. She said ye. Well, I answered for me. <laughs> I have to be even more annoying than normal, Jim, if we're going to get out of this. Uh, Lisa, what's the crack with you? How are you today? Good, good. Monday, one more week of work left, thank God. True enough. Oh, wow. So you've just, and then you're off for the whole Christmas, are you? Yeah, indeed. Oh, well done oh, you, good, Lisa. Yeah. Oh, that's good. a good break, isn't it? What's yes, the end of this week? The 19th or something, is it? Oh, the 19th, yeah. Right. I'm on the 18th. And how long will you be off for? Two weeks. Oh, very good. Oh, that is a Brilliant. nice break, yeah. That's tasty. I'll be here on Christmas morning. You know, if you wouldn't mind thinking of me then as well, I'd appreciate it. Oh, for the, the love much, of God. <laughs> Have you found um, what's called Ronan Keaton's on? That was me that texted that in, by the way. I lived in New Zealand for a good few years. Oh, oh yeah. Mike was looking for it. And apparently, now Mike's on the line, so he can tell us this himself. But it's an ad or something, Michael, is it? Yeah, it was yeah, Bayer, pa- New Zealand. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't have a go with the guy because it's an ad. It's actually a joke ad, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a song. It went to number one over there. Oh, dear. Oh, we have yeah. to dig it out, Michael. Okay, okay. It's actually, it's actually not a bad Christmas song. It's just funny because it's Christmas time over there. It's summertime. And, and what's he, he singing? He's singing oh, Summer Wonder, as in yeah, like as Winter as Wonderland. As opposed to Winter Wonderland. Oh, my summer God. Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have a listen Oh, to I love it. Love it. <laughs> right, Lisa, let's try and give you some money first. What do you think yep. this is? Um, parachute. Some, something happened. Oh, great, great song. song. Great song. Okay, uh, lads, I, I, like, I really can't wait until this is a done deal, uh, but it's not a done deal today. It's wrong, sorry. Dear, dear, dear. Oh, I see what he did, though. I yeah. see what he did. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Uh, listen, uh, Lisa, have a cracking day. Thanks for that uh, shout-out about the uh, about the Ronan Keating tune as well. We'll definitely dig it out. Have a good oh, one, do, yeah? Do, do, do. Yeah, shame him. <laughs> Thanks a million, Lisa. Take okay, care. Happy Christmas. Cheers. Have a, have a happy bye, Christmas. Bye, bye. Oh, God, that's right. the first one of them I've had. A happy Christmas. See the way it fell out of my mouth like an old shoe. <laughs> It fell out of your mouth like an old shoe. Yeah, that's an old saying, isn't it? What is the thing with you and shoes? You look into them, you have them in your mouth. A word in the hand is worth two in a rush. Yeah, Christmas classic Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. It's no uh, it's no Bon, jo- bon Jovi's fairy tale in New York. Oh, eh? I tell you something, it's almost like, uh, you know, that track topper there. <sighs> anyway, listen, welcome along, folks. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 11 minutes past 8 o'clock on this Monday, 14th of December. What a day. Oh, do you reckon? Do you even recognise that music? No, what is that music? It's that, a Night Rider or something. <laughs> that is the music uh, from Bake Off. 
Oh, oh, okay, yeah. right. Yes, yes. Uh, because, um, uh, now, to be honest with you, I, this is one of those ones where I'm talking and, and I was going to say I'm talking and I don't know what I'm talking about. That happens every day. But yeah. this specifically is something that I don't know a lot about. But Magic Mike does know a lot about this. And, uh, and he's here to tell us what exactly is going on. What I do know and what I can tell you is that I'm currently sitting at my little studio desk here uh, and I have this huge box that's been put in front of me. We have one each we have, yeah, yeah huge big From boxes. Thunders, uh, Home Bakery and Delhi. So Mike, what's going on? Lads, this is all very exciting because it is time ah. to put you two boys head to head in a baking challenge. Lads, this is the great... Christmas Bake Off. No way. It is. I just opened a scroll that was in the box, Jim. I, so I, no, I thought I was going to open stuff that I could eat. No, you can't. I know Mike said, he warned us, he said, listen, don't open till we've started. I opened it all up just before you started talking because like you, Cause, Jim. Because you're a big child. I, you I, pretend you don't like Christmas, but you open every present early. I love food, right? Smoked <laughs> pants. And then no I realised, well, like Mike is going to tell us more about it. I saw this, Jim. Look, it's a big scroll that says, your Bake Off 2020 challenge is mince oh, there's a pies. What? So there you go. So uh, What do you mean, Mike? Uh, to make them? That's exactly it, lads. So, uh, your challenge from Thunder's Bakery is over the next two weeks. You have two weeks to do this, which, in fairness, Should they you have can't make them into- by then, will they? No. Well, no, it'll take you that long to make them, I assume, but by your, by your skills in the past. Thank you. Uh, so, you've a couple of weeks to make a uh, couple of mince pies. Now, in a couple of weeks' time, well, actually, Christmas Eve will be judged uh, by the master baker from Thunder's Bakery, who's going to do a taste test on your mince pies, lads, and one of you will be deemed the winner. That's oh my god! Right, so uh, this here, is now. I don't. This doesn't play to my strengths at all, Michael. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, not, not sure how happy I am about this. Well, well the, the, the the good thing is, lads, you should technically inside that box. Am I right in saying have some form of direction to make things a little yeah, easier? Yeah, now they have given us this laminated recipe card. Step by step instructions for Thunder's ba- uh, Thunder's Bakers Bake Off Challenge. Good luck. Top tips. Butter must be cold. Yeah. Right. Well, why? I assume otherwise, because if it wasn't, it'd be liquid. Well, yeah, but sure, you have to stick them in the oven, surely. It's not yeah, going to stay I'm cold t- in there, is it? <laughs> I, I don't, you know, as well, I so say. I, I, so, Michael, as you can see, we're already encountering some difficulty here, some resistance. But <laughs> Well, there can't be any resistance. If there's resistance, get over it, because you're going to have to do it. Right. But I do love the fact that Thunder's Bakery... They obviously know you two because they've given an emergency box, haven't they? Do you see the emergency yeah, well, box? Well, uh, there's yeah. a thing that says your backup kit. Is that it? No. Yeah. What? No, that is an the emergency kit. box as well. There's an emergency and, box and a backup kit. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> so what that basically means is you have to put that in the fridge because they know you'll probably make a hames of it and you'll have to go for another one. This so is that's amazing. Good. There's a thing. This is fantastic. It's like something out of Alice in Wonderland, right? There's a box here that says, your mince pie kit, open me. <laughs> <laughs> oh look at oh look at that! Oh my! Oh that! Oh look, flour. Well, you have flour. You have this ice and sugary stuff, and then there's the actual mince meat tubs. And yeah. There's a little thing of the at the mince pie tops, right? Oh, and they, oh, that's the caster sugar or whatever that is. There is it, or some sort of, or is that, or what, did I just get a separate thing of cocaine? I don't know what you got. <laughs> and, and the other thing is. No, I tell you, by the way, Thunders, thank you very much indeed. You're very kind to provide all this because they've even given us, which I'm, I'm in t- desperately uh, wanting to try on and, and, and pose in, a, a proper Thunders home bakery and deli, um, what do you call it? 
Oh, it's an apron, isn't apron. it? Oh, apron. Oh, I thought it was a bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I thought it was a bag. And, there's the, and the baking tin. Look at that. And there's the brush. Expect- oh, I think it's, been ex- uh, it's a bit extravagant for them to expect us to make six. Well, oh, there's a brush as well. Yeah. What's that for? That's Who for, brushes them in That's, that's for glazing. What do you mean? You know, if you want to glaze... With what? Honey or what would you put on it? <laughs> Look, what are you asking me for? Because Lads. You- yes. yes. I'm going to make a suggestion, right? Right. Uh, be, considering it's mince pies, right? And we all know, you know, we've had plenty of mince pies on this show in the past. Uh, but lots of different people around the country have different recipes or glazings or, you know, spices. I don't know what to go in their mince pie. I'm just suggesting that you maybe should ask for some advice from the listeners. You have the country behind you, lads. Yeah, well, I remind you now, Mike, that the last time we had a Bake Off challenge on this show, the only I thing did. I could find to use as a measurement was this thing from my mother's medication box. Yeah. And um, everybody's face went numb when they get the cakes that I made. Yeah. So, so it's in- well, you, including you, mine. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you put medicine into your cakes. No, I thought that was clean. I was. I, listen, I used it because it had a measuring thing on the side. Right. Obviously, she had run some sort of medication through it. I hadn't rinsed it properly. And when I made the cakes here, Mike started saying, I can't feel my face. I can't see my face. I was like, oh, stop that. And then I ate one, and then I couldn't feel my face either. Um, so. <laughs> I haven't really got a great history uh, right. when it comes to, to baking. So I'm a bit like, but I do promise I will stay away from anything medical. Sorry, I'm, I'm just I'm just reading this. It's this is fantastic. It actually feels like being on the Bake Off. You know that bit where they give you the blind challenge thing on Bake Off? Because one of the instructions is, it just says the word assemble. Yeah, see, that's useless <laughs> to me. That's got to be fantastic. You may give me a assemble. car. Like... What's that mean? You get a load of people together or something for moral support? You might as well give me a, you might as well give me the parts of an airplane. Listen, fair to play, fair play to uh, to Thunder's um, Home Bakery in Delhi for doing oh. this. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, this is it. So this is the official Bake Off. We're going to make mince pies over the next two weeks, Michael. Yeah, and then okay, remind me who's going to be the judge. It's not going to be you, is it? No, it's uh, no, it's not going to be me. Are you joking me? I don't want my face to go numb again. Oh, that's it's going just to lovely. be the master baker uh, from Thunder's Bakery and it's going to be on our which news of this will come very soon as well our Jingle Bell Ball your Jingle Bell Ball on Christmas Eve uh, the taste test will happen lads wow that that's kind of potentially dangerous isn't it to make people ill that close to Christmas it really yeah. is yeah, yeah. <laughs> is a... I mean nobody wants a numb face when it comes to Christmas dinner so yeah yeah <laughs> The steps jump drastically. Hang on a second. By the way, can I just point out here, uh, Michael, uh, again, I don't. I just want to get my excuses in early, right? But PJ Gallagher has been on this cooking malarkey now for quite some time. Yeah, but you don't. know what I mean? He, like, he tried to boil uh, a turnip and everything. So he's way ahead of the game here. I just want to point that out. I just want to yeah. say as well, cooking is an art, and I am an artist. But this is very scientific, and I have no idea what to do with this, or how to even start. I've read step one six times, and I still don't understand it. Yeah. Preheat the oven to 180 degrees, Grant. Put the flour and cold butter cubes. Where do I go? Where am I going to get butter cubes? <laughs> oh, for the love of God. And then rub it Actually, together with your Joseph fingertips. And Mike, I, I take that back. I think, I think his attempt to boil a turnip did him no good whatsoever. I think we're <laughs> equally bad. I think it's going to be fine. Everything is cool. Relaxed. You can't even buy butter cubes. 
What do you do, make them out of ice? Pour milk onto ice, is it? Right. So it's on. Right. So right up until Christmas Eve, this is it. We'll have time to study. Uh, I'm definitely going to get a photograph in my um, Thunder's Home Bakery and Deli uh, apron because I think it looks really cool. Um, in fact, I may go. Maybe I'll, maybe I should just wear it and nothing else, PJ. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, uh, she shaped the dough into a ball. He's not even listening to what, me, Michael. What ball do you put the dough into? Exactly. A football. I think this is the appropriate song, really, to finish up after that. Chill for Butter 30 cubes minutes. and footballs. That's where you're going with your mince pies. This is brilliant. Bake in a preheated oven. What? Genesis, Land of Confusion here at Classic Hits. 824, the perfect song for PJ and myself. We've just been landed by Magic Mike with the Great Christmas Bake Off Challenge. PJ and myself have been challenged to make six mince pies uh, to be judged by uh, Thunder's Bakery, uh, Home Bakery and Deli Master Baker uh, on Christmas Eve. This is going to be absolutely Impossible. 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 Uh, look, look at this. Like People are trying to give tips, saying don't bother rubbing the butter into the flour with your hands. Use a food processor. What's that? It's something that processes food. I think you just put it into a machine and it comes out made. It's what? quicker and less messy and does the job. Just as well. According to Denise. You're done when there's no little bits of butter visible anymore. Oh, right. God. I what about this one? You need a rolling pin, two sizes of round cutters, a big glass and a small glass will do, and a mince pies baking tray. You'll be grand. Sam, that doesn't inspire us at all. No, well, there's actually a baking tray in the pack. Yeah, um, so we're that, well, that'll do. A big we glass just need something and a to small put into glass. It. And then, what? yeah. I don't know what that Somebody means. else just randomly put in, glaze with an egg yolk. A gla- <laughs> I can't gla- What? Have you got an egg yolk? I'm sure, No. What's that right. now? That's like a food process. You need a rolling pin. Two sides. I'm not going to be able to do this. It's going to be very interesting. I'm just going to put anyway. an egg into each thing and bring it in. <laughs> yeah. And then whatever yeah, happens, just, happens. Yeah. And then they'll put, I'm going to do it without an the, oven-baked egg. I'm going to do it without the pastry. I'm going to I'm going to drop an egg in and mix it up and then drop some of that fruit cake into it. And then I'm going to just put it in the oven and see what happens. And that's what's going to happen. And then I'll roll it in bread. And, it'll, and then yeah, we'll, we'll that, be able to that do that sounds, whatever. That sounds delicious. Amazing, yeah, that does. That's because great. there's more chance of me designing a hat than there is yeah. of me making a I mean, I wonder, you know, the person's, the, per, the master baker from Thunder's Home Bakery in Delhi, like, um, does that person know what they're letting themselves in Obviously for? Like, not. They have to eat the stuff that we would produce. Obviously not. Wait, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to be put, just because they put the challenge to me, jokes on you, I'm going to put earwax and everything into it. <laughs> Enjoy your taste test, smarty pants. Westlife's world of our own here at Classic Hits 29. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Just a quick reminder, of course, breakfast table quiz on the way. Don't worry about getting the top score this week. Every day we have tickets for you to win uh, to the Forever Young Festival. Let's face it, it's the greatest, the ultimate 80s festival. If you want to be there the 9th to the 11th of July at the stunning Palmerstown House Estate in Kildare, it gives you something to look forward to. It is one of the greatest weekends ever, the ultimate 80s lineup and uh, you can win tickets every single day on the show this week and of course that big VIP upgrade with a luxury weekend tickets the VIP enclosure the full glamping for two meet and greet with the artists all of that can be won if you do manage to get the overall score so let us know if you want to play 087188 0008 on WhatsApp 
<laughs> I love your added sound effects. I can't yeah. not do it. The, uh, the sound of the Sunday game, because, of course, uh, yesterday was uh, All-Ireland Day. It was All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship Day. And, of course, it was won by Limerick. And we are delighted to say that uh, victorious Limerick captain Declan Hannan's on the line. Declan, congratulations. Good morning. 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 Yeah, that, sounds like, that sounds like a man that did his best to celebrate it. <laughs> we tried. We tried to pause it. But we, we, first, yeah, great. First of all, well done, Declan. What a year for you guys. Not only in All-Ireland, in the bag, a, a year where you've won every competitive game you played. I mean, it must be an unbelievable feeling in the camp, is it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. To, to go throughout the year without losing the game is unreal and I think that's given people in Limerick a boost as well you know this year has been very tough for people so we're delighted to have done that yeah and listen one of the things we were chatting about earlier on PJ and myself we're just saying like as PJ mentioned the huge effort that you guys put in and you were putting it in with a degree of uncertainty because nobody quite knew how things were going to pan out it's a very different time of year to be playing an All-Ireland final how, how strange was it for you guys? It was totally different to 2018 when there was 80,000 people inside the stadium and you see all the Limerick supporters whereas obviously yesterday there's, there's nobody there on the two teams really um, but even throughout the lockdowns when you're training on your own and missing the team environment and things like that but I suppose it gives great credit to, to all the teams that, that took part this year that they just I suppose trained away themselves and, and got ready for the championship and like we're just over the moon to, to have the name of back in the back. Oh, yeah. I bet you are. I mean, what, what an amazing achievement, like. And as well, like, with the year that Jim was saying, how did you find the motivation? Because there was so long there was talk of, is there even going to be games at all to get out there and keep training? Uh, to be honest, it wasn't the hard to find the motivation. Like, we, like every year we go, we want to win trophies. And we were hoping this year that the championship would go ahead. So at the back of our minds throughout lockdowns, we were, we were saying we wanted to be in Crop Hair. And I'll learn the final end. That's all the motivation we need. And how do you feel at half time? Because Waterford, to be fair to them, they were still well into the game when the, when the half time whistle blew. Uh, yeah, geez, Waterford, they're an excellent team. Like, you know, you're not going to go up and play an all the final and have the game handed to you or have this over at half time. So, like, we knew they were going to be very, very strong. They were excellent against Kenny and Dollar in semi final. So, I don't know if we just went in at half time and, and settled down and came out and put a lot of effort into the third quarter. And uh, it kind of fed us up then for the last 15 minutes to, to kind of cross the line. Yeah, now, De- I mean, Declan, we spoke to you um, the last time you lifted the trophy as well. And, and I mean, obviously, as you, you just already alluded to, it, a very different atmosphere and all that sort of stuff. And I, I know winning in All-Ireland, it'll always be on the CV. It'll, it's down in the history books and all that sort of stuff. But was, there, was any of the shine taken off it by the circumstances that had happened in an empty stadium? As you say, basically just the teams really there, the whole build-up to it, all that sort of stuff. It, I mean... You know, did, did it did it have the same level of emotion for you as the last time? I think it had the same level and even a bit more emotion with it. I think because you know, we, in Limerick we had a lot of people involved in our panel who lost a few loved ones throughout the year. Um, so to see how happy it's after making their families and giving them a bit of a boost is amazing. Like I mean, the Lee McCarthy Cup and the medal you get is exactly the same as last year, 2018. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we'll take it when it's gone. 
Like it, it, it's just amazing and fair play to you again and like everyone's saying as well Waterford actually played a great game Harlan like you're just so unfortunate to meet your Limerick which in my opinion I think it's time we carved him into two don't you yeah, yeah yeah. the money in Limerick sway over <laughs> I mean, the top yeah, I mean, no. absolutely yeah yeah that's it that's it yeah, yeah. I mean no, I must, do you feel do you feel Declan like you're part of something that is obviously it's very special of course it is but do you feel like you know that this is something that, that you know there's no there's no end in sight necessarily that this Limerick side can continue and go on yeah sure of course like, if we continue to work hard like, we've done over the last few years there's no reason why you can't can continue to be competitive every year and hopefully get back to Cork Park I mean that's where you want to be but like, the boys are fantastic ambassadors for Limerick so they, are, they work really really hard all the time and you know, they're real humble guys and so I'm just delighted for them as well Brilliant. Well done. Listen, Declan, we appreciate it. I know, obviously, the the, more, the morning after, yeah. it's not an ideal time for people, lads to be hassling you to, to talk <laughs> no, about stuff. It's no matter. <laughs> Declan, we really appreciate it. Congratulations once again. Thanks a million for chatting to us. Okay, lads. Cheers, Thanks, Declan. Happy care. Christmas. Have a great one. Well Bye-bye. done again. There you go. Victorious Limerick captain Declan Hannan there chatting to us um, after the uh, the All-Ireland victory yesterday. What Fantastic. a team they are. In fact, uh, what I'm a saying, team. Do you get the sense that there is what this kind of like dominance building? Ah, uh, there's more than building. Yeah. They're, they're so far ahead of everyone else. No one's come. No one's That's doing what I mean. it. That's roar of them at the moment. But they're just... Like he said, though, much like the Dublin, and I don't want to carry on because that could be doing a backfire. <laughs> uh, but like, but he just—they're such great representatives for the GAA. They're great. I was—it was so great to watch them yesterday. It was almost raging. I was on the den fighting Ted and missed the end of it. Classic hits. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets some more. It's the breakfast. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Great week on the uh, Breakfast Table Quiz this week because you don't even have to get the top score to be a winner. We're on board with the uh, Ultimate 80s Festival. It is Forever Young Festival. It's back Huge success first time round and it's back again at the fabulous Palmerstown House Estate in Kildare from the 9th to the 11th of July. Be something to look forward to if you can win yourself tickets. As I say, we're giving them away every day on the Breakfast Table Quiz this week. And if you do get the overall win, uh, then of course you get upgraded. A VIP upgrade includes weekend luxury tickets, VIP enclosure, full glamping package for two and a meet and greet. Well, yes. You could be like PJ Gallagher, literally rubbing shoulders with the stars. Tell you something, me old mate, Andrea, last <laughs> night. Forever very young, nice lady, very nice. Foreveryoungfestival.ie if you want to get details of lineup tickets, all the other bits and pieces, the, the uh, frontline masks, all that sort of stuff. But anyway, uh, let's have a go. Who are we going to give tickets to, PJ? It's going to be Patricia Vaughan that's playing this morning. How are you, Patricia? Morning, PJ. Morning, Jim. Hey, How are you? Patricia. How are you? And it's a very yeah. big day for you, Patricia. Not just because you're playing the quiz, but because you've got a birthday going on. Yeah, we have a really special day here. So my twin boys, Keen and Danica, they're nine today. Hey, and nine. Such excitement! I've already started opening their presents. And Proper order. Great day. Proper order That's to brilliant. get those presents open. So technically, they're yeah. eighteen. That means they can do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when they gang up on you. Well, happy yeah. birthday, lads. Happy birthday. Fantastic. Oh, and let's hope, I mean, look, it's, a, it's a, a good little present for you as well because we're about to hand you a pair of tickets to go along to Forever Young Festival. They're yours. You oh, have them you. in the bag, so you're welcome to those. And let's see if we can go about getting you this VIP upgrade. Let's do that. Yeah, how are you feeling, Patricia? Are you feeling like your general knowledge is shining today? 
Uh, well, it's Monday morning, so hopefully it's better than normal. <laughs> All right, so we'll be, be fine. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, I great to hear as Joshua said he's 16, so he's, he's going on the phone. Excellent. Right, OK, 60 seconds on the clock. The very best of luck, Patricia. Here we go. What is rapper P. Diddy's real name? Hi. Sean Combs, where is the US Masters Golf Tournament held? Hi. Augusta, where did Big Brother air, or when did Big Brother air on Channel 4 for the first time? 2002? It was 2000. Which soft drink is commonly associated with Scotland? Andrew. That's the one. Gouda is a popular cheese originating from what country? Italy. The Netherlands. In Greek mythology, Medusa's hair was made of what creatures? In the TV series Dallas, what was the name of JR's wife? Suella. Which 1980s comedy film featured the line, Don't Call Me Shirley? Airplane. President John F. Kennedy is buried in what U.S. military cemetery? Arlington. A mule is a cross between a male donkey and what other animal? Horse. It is a horse. In the Shakespeare play, who is King Lear's youngest daughter? Cordelia. Cordelia, apparently. Few toughies there, I and tell you. And it does something, Patricia. Oh, God, it doesn't matter. I know, and yeah. it doesn't they matter because you've got your tickets anyway, so that's all right. Yeah, You're that's in the bag. Great. No, that's great. Exactly. So, so you walk away a winner, Patricia. Well done, and happy birthday once again to the twins. Uh, thanks so much and love the show. You're no, very kind, Patricia. Take Cheers. Bye. Bye. See you. Bye. 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 Christmas table quiz. Yeah, Christmas classic. Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree here at Classic Hits. Almost 23 minutes to, uh, to 10 o'clock. And uh, Magic Mike is about to join us because um, he's got a little uh, an opportunity for to win. There's been so much stuff to win on the show. Hello? Yeah, yeah there's so much, there. yeah. I know. You've forgotten how to turn your microphone on. <laughs> I haven't. I uh, just, yeah. uh, I've been running around the place. There's a lot of stuff to around be talking about. Yeah. yeah, so listen, Mike, um, apparently we're going in search of some secret shopper. Is that the plan? That is exactly the plan, lads, because every day this week you have a 200 quid Blanchardstown Centre gift card to give away, which is pretty cool, like every day to wow. somebody. Wow, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> by that. <laughs> that Isn't that weird... very exciting? Yeah, that's yeah. It's just such a weird sound coming What's out of PJ. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my, uh, you know, this is good. It's very good. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, yeah, so, okay, Mike, so what's the plan? So the Blanchardstown uh, gift card that we have, it's 200 euro every single day. Uh, you can check all this out, by the way, on BlanchardstownCentre.com if you want more information on it. So people have to um, have to find a secret shopper, is it? Uh, they find the, they have to, more specifically, Jim, find the secret late night shopper because uh, Blanchetown Centre believe in shopping safely. For, so for peace of mind, have extended their shopping hours. See BlanchetownCentre.com for more. Uh, so you're going to have to... <laughs> I got, you know something? I'm not sure which... <laughs> I'm not sure whether BJ's wow or your line there was more extraordinary. <laughs> do it again. Do, do the line again there. Go on, Mike. Which line? The, the, the actual... The, go on, the yeah, the yeah, go on safe shopping. They, go on, they believe in, in... Yeah, go on. Do all that. Blanchetown Centre believe in shopping safely. So, for peace of mind, have extended their shopping hours. See BlanchetownCentre.com for more information. Wow! <laughs> That is a perfect combination. I think it is. That I think really we is made, a we made an ad. It's incredible. Incredible. <laughs> right, okay. So, uh, late night shopper at Blanchett Sound Centre for the chance to win a 200 euro Blanchett Sound Centre gift card is what it's all about. So, um, how are we going to find this 
mystery late night shopper, Michael. Okay, so what I'm going to do, lads, is I'm going to play, uh, I think I'll go with cheesy narrator here, okay, who's looking at this mystery shopper in the Blanchard Town Centre. Through these clues of what he's basically spying, uh, the clues he's spying, you're going to have to identify, okay? You do, you guys don't know, so you can have a, we can have can a, have guess. a cheeky guess out Right, cool, right cool, okay. Cool. Okay, so if you now, do you want us to Do you want there? us to give our guess? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah. Okay, right. Okay, why not? Okay. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, have you got my shopping music? I, I don't because I tell you something. I was in the pre- I was going to plan all that, and then Andy <laughs> Bad News came in to give out to me, and so I didn't get a chance to <laughs> okay. actually, actually get it well, together. Well, I literally only just barely got back on after Brenda Lee. So great opportunity, you're, you're great opportunity <laughs> for you for for PJ to save us here. PJ, if you wouldn't mind giving me some instrumental shopping centre music as I do this, in your own put time. me in the spot yeah, now you in your own time. So Christmas time music anything at yeah, all. why not this shopper is heading straight for the sports store let's hope he's getting a pair of boots he really could help the Irish football team these days despite his age he bought a cork shirt and a Man United shirt interesting now he's off to the pet shop to buy lots of dog toys he loves his dogs oh he has also bought a stress ball and beard trimmer hmm who is our mystery shopper that was that was I thought it felt just like being in a supermarket. Beautiful marriage there. I that thought was. it was. I liked beautiful it. marriage. Yeah. yeah, it sounded like exactly just like you'd hear if you wandered in and somebody was announcing on floor two. Of it's course, Christmas elevator it. music. It is, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Right, I think that was really easy, Michael. There's a couple of massive, massive I think clues, so. so I'm not going to give my guess because no, I think it's nailed on. Neither am I. I think it's too easy. So yeah, we'll let the, we'll let them do it themselves. I reckon, Mike. Absolutely. Oh, right. Seven one double eight triple zero eight on WhatsApp. Who is Magic Mike's mystery shopper, late night shopper, of course, in Blanchardstown Centre for the chance to win that two hundred euro Blanchardstown Centre gift card? Uh, you can now shop late in comfort and safety during their extended hours. <laughs> Oh my God! You can check out BlanchardstownCentre.com for more information. The music's way better in Blanchardstown Centre. I can tell you that. That's for sure. Get a bit of this there. Oh, this is good. All right, this is good shopping music. Oh, yeah. You spend a fortune, you get off the vouchers, vouchers, vouchers. Rock DJ Robbie Williams here at Classic Hits, quarter to ten. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Monday, fourteenth of December. And uh, thanks for all the WhatsApps. Uh, loads of correct answers. We reckon it was uh, it was pretty easy. Uh, Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper uh, in the Blanchardstown Centre. Uh, we have this fantastic two hundred euro Blanchardstown Centre gift card for you to win, which would actually make a really cool gift if you're looking for a late. Uh, idea for a gift, uh, something that would make everyone's Christmas. Uh, they can get exactly what they want at the Blanchardstown Centre with a Blanchardstown Centre gift card. It's available in the centre itself and, of course, online at blanchardstowncentre.com. And uh, they have now given you the opportunity to shop late in comfort and safety with their extended hours. And that's what this is all about identifying the late night mystery shopper. Magic Mike is going to tell us uh, who it was and who's won it. So, Michael, uh, give us a quick recap on the on the clues again very quickly. Uh, okay, so it was that the shopper was heading to the sports store. They were getting a pair of boots. Uh, they want, They also got a Man United shirt, a Cork shirt, loves dogs as well, and got a stress ball and a beard trimmer, meaning all that together means it's Roy Keane. Cork so well done, yeah. Paul. Yeah, well done, Paula Mead. She wins the 200 quid voucher. Paula Mead. Paula Mead. Well done. Yeah, that was. Uh, that, you can see why we didn't have a guest, though. It was fairly. It, it was, was easy. Pretty nailed pretty on. Easy, yeah. yeah. And so the idea is we have uh, a two hundred euro Blanchardstown gift centre card every day this week, Mike. 
every single day so it might make it a little bit more difficult tomorrow yeah yes. and also just then since we're going to be doing it every day give me a clue as to what qualifies as good shopping music are we looking for like supermarket sweep are we looking I'm for looking just general for, cheese no I'm looking for general cheese like Macy's in the 70s in New York that kind of thing Right. Mm. So are you saying, now I'm just reading between the lines here, Mike, because I sense that twinkle in your eye. You're looking for something slightly jazzy, are you? The the more jazz, the better, Jim. That's what I was thinking. I don't know why that occurred to me. It just, I thought that's where you were leaning. That sort of jazz feel, something. Little cheesy jazz. Well, I had a great time this morning. And then for some reason, 10 minutes before the end of the show, I'm in foul humor.